0: Hello, this is Dr. Carla Johnston. I want to welcome you personally, and thank you for joining me today. In this podcast, we'll be exploring information, ideas, and strategies to identify our unique and individual approach to living a nourished life. I'll be discussing topics that enhance our mind, body, and spirit. So let's have a bigger conversation, one that expands and brings more joy, happiness, and a sense of well-being. I'm delighted that you're here, so let's get started. Hello, and Happy New Year. Happy 2022. I want to start this calendar year with a topic that has come up quite a bit recently, and I thought would be really appropriate for us to start the new year, Many of us are starting new goals, revisiting what we had last year, and instead of talking specifically about goals, I wanted to talk about perfection, or the idea of what perfect looks like. That's why the title of this episode is Uniquely Perfectly Imperfect, how each of us decides what perfect looks like, or perfection, and does it change over time. What I've noticed in talking with people, Throughout these last months and even in my own life, the idea of perfection seems to shift. And as I move toward it, it seems like the benchmarks go further. So I've gotten to this point and perfect is more of this. And so I need to move toward that. Or if it isn't exactly perfect, that somehow I'm let down or feel like I haven't really achieved whatever that thing was. And I use this story with the intention that it is a reminder how we can shift what perfection looks like or how we might be tied to that concept. Many decades ago, I was a wedding participant for a good friend of mine, and she was very invested in having the perfect wedding. Every detail she stressed about and worked on and checked and double-checked and had an idea in her head of exactly what this day was going to look like. And so the big day arrived, and when the flowers were delivered, there were a couple of flowers in the bouquets that looked a little wilted. And she was absolutely beside herself. She wanted to call the florist. She was, you know, the whole day was going to be ruined. And and many of us knew that part of it was the stress of the day. And so we pulled her aside, and we were talking with her and soothing her nerves, and then a couple of the, of the attendants walked over and we did what we called floral surgery, where we removed some of the wilted flowers and put them back together. It was hardly noticeable, truly. And so after talking with her and reminding her of the day and how beautiful everything was and to stay focused that she was going to marry the man of her dreams, she did let it go. And why I remember this story so much is, so the wedding was beautiful. The reception was wonderful. All the friends were around, family, everybody having a great time, just joy and love in the air. And at the reception, I happened to be standing next to her when someone came up and said how beautiful she looked. Her gown, she was radiant. The food was absolutely delicious. The venue was gorgeous. It was a bright, sunshiny day. The music was wonderful. Friends and family, the laughter, it was just absolutely fabulous. And they were just complimenting her on how wonderful it was. And as they turned and walked away, she looked at me just a little puzzled. And she said, they never mentioned the flowers at all. And I just remember in that moment thinking, they didn't mention the flowers. They saw this as a perfect day for them as the experience of it. And I'm really happy that she put that aside and didn't let her day get ruined about that. And it just sticks with me about how sometimes we can be so focused on what perfection looks like, that we can miss the nuggets around us, the beauty around us, the ways in gratitude that we might miss while we're so focused on what that vision looks like. Now, I'm not suggesting that we don't strive for things to be flawless, especially when we're putting programs together or we have events, anything in our life that's important, where I think it can show up and be difficult to deal with or create unnecessary suffering and challenges is when we have this idea in our head and we stick to it without being just a little flexible. I hear that often, especially this time of year with weight, you know, what is my perfect weight or I'm not at my perfect weight and how people berate themselves or don't see themselves as perfect. What I suggest is you can be perfect and still want to lose a couple of pounds you can enjoy where you are and still strive to change that instead of being miserable and constantly telling yourself that you overdid it at a holiday that you attended or you ate foods that normally you wouldn't eat that were prepared by other people and we do that with our appearance as well you know taking pictures and family pictures if you've celebrated a holiday recently and I'll hear people say, oh, I just look horrible in those pictures. I would feel so much happier if, or I'll be so much happier when. I'll feel better when I'm at X weight. And then I thought about how we are perfectly imperfect. This strive for perfection without flexibility, in my mind, is what can lead us to additional stress. And I've seen where it can also lead to isolation and insomnia, in some cases, increased anxiety. And as we know, these are all contributors to not feeling well, which then feed on themselves. So as I would like to talk about what these concepts are, I also like to talk about what are some strategies or techniques that we can use to work through this, some, some examples. So in the example of weight, Because this is what I hear most often at this time of year, the beginning of the new year. And I think research bears out that losing weight is usually a goal for a new calendar year for many people. And so, what are the strategies of being able to be at the weight you are and feeling good about it? And if truly losing some pounds is a goal, how do you enjoy where you are, honor where you are, and still want to attain that goal? And what changes are you willing to make to get there? Because that's the key, right? What are we willing to change? So if doing a certain behavior has gotten me to this point, what am I willing to shift to have a different result? So I can be happy where I am and still keep sight of the goal that I want to achieve. And that holds true for diet or nutrition. What is my strategy in getting to where I want to go? I personally have never found the term eat better to be really helpful because what does that really mean? What does that mean for you? Most of us know when we're comforting ourselves with food and how we feel after, and that's probably not going to serve if you're not feeling well after, if you're not feeling better after, or if the scale continues to increase in numbers, then we know that's probably not a long-term solution for us. The key, though, is to figure out what those triggers are and how you can shift them. The same with the appearance. You know, as I get older and I see more wrinkles show up and there was a photograph taken of me and I looked at it and I thought, wow, that is just not a flattering photograph. And I almost stopped looking at what was in the photograph, and that was that it was a family photo, a precious family photo at that. And here I'm myopically focused on how I looked in the photo rather than the joy of being with family and what that photo represented. So again, I was looking at being perfect in there rather than that's the way I looked in that photo, that's the, the snapshot in time and how lucky I was to be part of that group family photo, and how I'll treasure it and not continuously look at it, and look at the flaws that I see when I look at that picture. And that's, I think, how we shift to embrace our perfectly imperfect beings. So we can certainly strive there. I do. When I put a program together or a talk or even this podcast, I want it to be informative entertaining interesting insightful I want it to matter all of these things and yet if I keep striving for perfection and making everything perfect in my mind's eye at that particular moment every single time it may not ever get recorded frankly because every time I play something back I think oh I could have said that better I could have done that better and there are times when I go back and redo some things overall though I find if you're authentic and motivated and honest with yourself, this perfectly imperfect product or vision or event or picture or meal or movement, whatever it is, will show up as it is. And if it's not exactly how your mind's eye had it, was that a lesson or just something to change? Now, go back to that wedding example we easily shifted those flowers out. For us, it was easy because we weren't so tied to what that perfect vision of the flowers were in the bride's eye. And she really was on the path to almost letting it ruin her day. She was so invested in everything in her mind's eye. And when she let go of that and relaxed and settled in, she had an exquisite day. She was able to enjoy that. And I have to say, personally, I find that in my own life. I have this vision of exactly how I want it to be and I set forth with that and when things don't go exactly how I wanted them to go or vision they go, I do take a step back and think, is it better this way? Maybe I just didn't envision it this way and yet it's better or can I go back and redo it? Do I need to take a breath and really decide which is the best way to do it? Or I can let the fact that it's not perfect overtake me and become really upset and focused on that it didn't go well, what didn't go well, or how I didn't do it well. In my mind, there's a distinction there, and one that can be really helpful as we go forward, especially this time of year when many of us are making new goals or setting new ideas or new visions or manifesting what we want for the new year. This perfectly imperfection that is us is what, frankly, makes us unique. That's how each of us bring a different vision and enrich each other's lives because we're coming from a different place. We have a different vision for how things are. And then when you put those together, in a lot of cases, it's grander than either one of the individual visions. At least that's what I found in projects, whether professionally or personally or in my family or even friends. You know, we put things together and each of us comes with our own vision and we put it together. And then when it comes together, it doesn't always go exactly to plan. And I'll have to say in my case, when it doesn't, it's like, wow, this was even better than I thought. So if you have a goal, if you're looking for that perfect appearance or the perfect job, the perfect family, the perfect home, the perfect weight, think about what that really means. and what are the goals that are going to get you to the idea of what you're looking for and can you enjoy where you are and be grateful where you are while you're doing it i've been guilty in the past of saying i'll be happy when dot 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 and what that does is it always pushes everything in the future so now what i correct myself in my thinking and i'll say i'm really grateful i had a wonderful time, and I, I really overdid a little bit with the food, and so I'm going to get back on track. Is it easy to do all the time? At least it isn't for me. It just keeps me in the practice of being flexible without being right or wrong, good or bad. It's living in that continuum where there's ability for change and making space For when things might be grander than what I envision, my idea of perfection might not include something even grander that may happen by a happy accident or by someone else's input that I hadn't thought of or a circumstance that arose that I hadn't anticipated that when it showed up was even the perfect timing that I couldn't have planned for. So it's being open and being flexible. So I'll put it to you. How are you staying perfectly imperfect? While you're working on your goals, how are you staying in gratitude of exactly where you are in this date and this time? And then as you move forward, what your plans are to shift and bring into your life. And can you say that? I'll be happy when dot dot dot. And I'm happy now. I look forward to dot 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 and I'm grateful for what I have now. So I challenge you, when you're making your goals, if that's what you do this time of year, how will you shift that for yourself? What will your perfectly imperfect day look like? Interesting, right? And with that, I'm going to say, have a fabulous day. Thank you for tuning in to my podcast, If you've enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe to this podcast through your favorite app store, or you can sign up through my website, drcarlajohnston.com. I hope you're leaving with some great ideas and information that will bring happiness and a sense of well-being into your life. Music for this podcast has been provided by The Petrichor and their beautiful song, Always Searching. Have a fantastic day. Until next time. Mm -hmm.